0: Welcome to Hit the Book Summer Slam pay-per-view special. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey. and With me, as always, is no longer the man of a thousand nicknames, but today he is the Taco Bell Kid, the man behind the pen of SmackDown Live, Mikey, man, Freddy. How do ye, Mikey? God damn it.
1: <laughs> well, what's up? <laughs> How do ye, Ryan? How do ye? Uh, I do pretty <laughs> listen, good. Listen, I'm hot. Because I'm hot because all of the action is heating up here at SummerSlam. Perfect. I want. I I need some air conditioning. I need maybe a fan or something because it is warm in here. But well, nonetheless, I am excited for the the one of the biggest events of one of if not the biggest event of the summer SummerSlam.
0: Lucky for you, COVID does not exist in our booking universe, so the pa- this this Amway <laughs> Center is stacked <clears throat> to the brim in- with fans.
1: This SummerSlam here in Boston is stacked to the brim. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot it was Boston here. We have a Boston show when Sasha makes is even on. God dang it. Doesn't matter. I'll... Oh, my. it's right. <laughs> it's fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah, if you don't, well first off, if you're if you're new to this program, great way to jump in on SummerSlam. I always think the pay-views per are a great way to either catch up or jump in a good starting point. It's like
1: This is especially SummerSlam because this is this is basically where the whole podcast started, right?
0: Pretty much. The episode following SummerSlam was our draft, I believe uh mm-hmm. and then the week after that was our first thing of smackdown yeah so yeah basically two years ago uh summer 2018 is when when we broke off so i always think i always think the pay-per-views are a great way to start if you don't know who we are welcome uh but let me explain it each and every single week we are a fantasy booking podcast it's basically kind of like gm mode uh, We're basically, Mikey and I are writing up our own versions of both Raw and SmackDown. I'm handling Raw, Mikey's handling SmackDown. So every single week, we write and present our own versions of those shows to you, the audience, which then you can vote to say who had the better card. But of course, we have pay per views. So every month or so, we prep and prime ourselves, souls, and bodies for a pay per view special that we are presenting today. And that pay-per-view is SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. You'll the never see party a of the summer. Uh, yes, yeah, so Mikey, I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode, not only for all the new listeners who may be listening in, but uh, for us to present each other. I think we got some solid stacked lineup here. I don't know if it's our best card. I think, honestly, our last pay-per-view was probably a better card just looking at it. But I think I mean yeah,
1: our last pay-per-view was really good. Extreme Rules was stacked.
0: But uh, looking at this card, I think the at least on the Raw side, this is the 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 opener for story moments.
1: This is I think think this lives up to the SummerSlam hype for me.
0: I think it does too. For me as well. I think for like I said, for the Raw side, I think it's like it is the point of turning on stories. We've already, you know, kind of when you're building up to SummerSlam, you're sort of like circling the drain a little bit on trying to tell some good stories. But I think SummerSlam for me is like always the moment that was like, here we go. We're going off in this direction.
1: Yep. And I like it. I'm very excited. It's it's like a good, it's like a good, launching point.
0: Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about SummerSlam?
1: I love SummerSlam. I think it's always great. I like that it's basically re- mini WrestleMania sometimes, you know, like when they mm. book it super well I'm very excited for our card I think we booked it pretty well Um, and I'm really excited to see where all of these branching storylines lead to
0: yes I'm very intrigued at the very least well uh, with all of that out of the way with all that preamble out of the way Mikey do you want to give us the rundown let's go we'll, we'll trade back and forth give the rundown to the folks at home on the official card order the official SummerSlam pay-per-view card 2020 have hit the books mm-hmm. uh, you want to start off
1: yeah let's do it we're starting off on the pre-show with the new day with xavier woods versus the usos uh
0: also on the pre-show we have andrade who's going to be uh coming out with of course zelina vega and john morrison against chad gable I mean, walking out with Daniel Bryan. I like the new little team up here of Morrison and Andrade.
1: Yes. Our last pre-show match is the Street Profits versus Undisputed Era for a number one contenders match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships.
0: Exciting, which of course we'll lead into later in the show. But in the official pay-per-view show, we have
1: starting off
0: Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong for the United States Championship.
1: After that, we're rolling right into Sheamus versus R Truth for the Intercontinental Championship.
0: Then we will have Asuka versus Ember Moon that one-on-one match that we haven't seen since back. What was it? Money in the Bank.
1: Yeah, that was the last time we saw them fight each other. Haven't seen in three months, four months. Yeah. Uh, Ember Moon has been off, off in the the training dungeon. I guess
0: <laughs> she's in Canada in the heart dungeon.
1: <laughs> After that, we have Roman Reigns with LLC versus Alistair Black.
0: Then we will have, for the Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss defend her title with against Liv Morgan.
1: After that, we have Adam Cole versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage match. And if uh, Adam Cole wins, Owens quits.
0: Yes, huge, huge stipulation on that one. The next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, where it's One Nation defending their titles against the winner of that pre-show match, Street Profits or Undisputed Era.
1: After that, we have Bailey versus Ruby Riot for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and neither of them are allowed to have any seconds at ringside.
0: So, no Undisputed Era members. No, I guess Banks and Bailey aren't really a thing anymore. But I guess Pete Dunne. No Pete Dunne. I guess uh, no. Basically, no Undisputed Era
1: yeah that, that was that was the the point
0: <laughs> the concept uh next up we have a triple threat for the WWE championship and it is going to be brock lenzer defending the title against both aj styles and keith lee big time big time yeah, moment for, for that Keith one. Lee. big time moment
1: after that we have a tlc match between edge and seth rollins
0: yes bringing that old school baby
1: oh yeah and
0: in your main event, it is official for the Universal Championship. The biggest crown in all of WWE, I guess. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's what they tell me.
0: That's what, they, that's what it says on this card. <laughs> uh, it is the probably the biggest match we've ever done in Hit the Book's history. and it is, it is Drew McIntyre, the hunter, challenging Randy Orton, the Viper, for the Universal Championship. Huge time matchup, and it is your main event.
1: I'm so excited to get into this card.
0: Yeah, I think, like we said, I think there's a lot of potential for like storytelling and a lot of potential for sol- solid reveals and solid results. So let's, without further ado, Mikey, let's get started. We're opening up with two matches from Raw uh, on the pre-show. Uh, it's going to be, the first off, the New Day versus the Usos. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, this is sort of a backlash uh, of the sort of... Alistair Black, Roman Reigns angle with uh, the Usos being involved in that attacking Alistair Black, the New Day sort of investing. No, Ryan,
1: backlash was two pay per views oh, ago. Dang it!
0: Dang it! I forgot. Well, did
1: <laughs> this is this is SummerSlam? It's August. Wake up!
0: <laughs> I've been asleep this whole time. Uh, yeah, so the Usos versus New Day. This has sort of been the result of that whole storyline as well. They're having a pre-show match here. So, you know, it's always, and it's also the Usos versus the New Day, so it's always going to be a solid sort of tag team. You know, sadly, I I wanted to have them have a match here, Mikey, but I was like, ah, pre-show, sadly.
1: Pre-show. Sorry to,
0: sorry to put that put you guys there. But uh, they're happening here, and they're up the pre-show, and it will be the Usos getting the victory.
1: All right. Victory for the bloodline here.
0: Yes. So, any thoughts on that, Mikey? Thoughts on the Usos getting the victory, if, if any? Do you have any takes?
1: I think it, I think it makes sense. You've been building uh, Reigns and the Usos as the bloodline coming up. Their heel turn. Uh, I think this is the Usos' one of their first matches since that happened. Or I, like,
0: I don't I really remember. I think it's their official first two on two. It might is it their first two on two match since they since they're back. Hold on, let me double check. Double checking. Um, I feel like they fought, oh no, they fought uh, LLC before, because they came back and were feuding with LLC, and then when the big reveal happened, <laughs> um, a couple of cards ago, the Usos then, did they face anyone bes- bes- since then? They teamed with LLC at some point, they teamed with Roman against our truth and Two Fly Guys, oh yeah, here we go, Usos versus Two Fly Guys, that'll be week after they revealed. so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm building up the Usos a little bit more. And also, in a not necessarily bad way, but also sort of winding down the new day. You know, they won the titles, you know, so we're just sort of cycling down the new day for a little bit and building up the Usos. Uh, next up on the pre show, it is uh, Andrade with Vega and Morrison taking on Chad Gable versus, well, not ch- versus, but with his teacher, his, 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 you know, ma- I don't want to say master, but teacher, Daniel Bryan.
1: All right. I'm I'm excited for this match. I I like the I like the team of Andrade and Morrison. I like uh like Morrison having Andrade's back. He's in the corner. I like having Brian with Chad Gable. I think this is a great match with uh two interesting pairings. Yeah,
0: Andrade and Morrison were a team that I used when I was like setting up the Sheamus ms storyline and i had like andrade come in there at some point to, like as a mystery mm-hmm. opponent i believe who it was uh mm-hmm. and andrade was of course feuding with daniel bryan at the time you know then we had gable coming in and but i like that pairing so much of andrade and morrison there's something about that that lucha sort of idea behind it that i very much enjoy um the cmll triple a team there um
1: that's, that's it there's a team name underground lucha <laughs>
0: Raw underground Lucha. <laughs> um, so so I had that going there, and then I throw in Chad Gable as well to sort of get some momentum in his direction. Uh, and let's keep that momentum up, Mikey, by having him defeat Andrade on the pre show of SummerSlam.
1: All right. So Chad Gable getting a big victory here.
0: Yes. I want to show that Daniel Bryan is a good teacher. Uh, and of course, you know, maybe there's the idea of rolling Andrade Morrison into the tag division. Down the line. Who knows? I certainly don't know yet. But we'll find out at some point together. (laughs) Together we'll find out. So yeah, Chad Gable gets the win as well.
1: I like it. Alright, well that leads us into our last pre-show match. Which is SmackDown's first match on the card. Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. For the number one contender spot for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Later tonight against One Nation. And in this one... Undisputed Era gets the victory. Fish and O'Reilly pick it up over the Street Profits. So they will be taking on One Nation later tonight.
0: Wow, that is, I would argue, a huge... I don't want to say a huge win for Undisputed Era, but for someone that... For a team that was not in the number one Contenders ladder match two weeks ago, uh, who... For them to
1: come and steal it?
0: For them not only to come and uh, get this opportunity... With uh, the loss of Birch's body part and uh, <laughs> and Oni Lorcan being out of a, yeah, man, the, man, in the, the latter
1: match, Birch just like lost his arm. It was wild.
0: Yeah, it's like Mister Potato Head when he just like pop off his arm or something.
1: We're <laughs> um, putting a new one on him as we speak. It'll be it'll be on in about twenty six weeks.
0: You, yeah, he's <laughs> so, yeah down the line he's gonna compete in an arm for a leg a match. <laughs> um but yeah uh i, I so not be, not being in that match, them getting this opportunity to not only you know get this pre show match but then win it and then get an actual title shot against one nation later in the night. I think it's a solid solid part on one undisputed era wasn't expecting wasn't expecting undisputed era here we were hoping burch and Lorkin, but they're taking the most out of the uh what's the word taking the most out of the opportunity i guess
1: yeah i, I felt like uh undisputed era sneaking their way into this uh. This, like, mini-tournament that happened last week uh, was there, and then getting the win here was very Undisputed Era, basically. Like, they snuck in and they stole it, basically. Like, they stole it.
0: Yeah, I, question for you, and obviously, but I like to imagine that, when you say stole it, I like to imagine that Undisputed Era legit, like, stole this victory at from Street Profits. Like, they, I don't know what they would have done, but, like, you know, a, a cheap roll-up or something, or... You know, mm-hmm. some sort of some sort of fashion where they got the win over Street Profits by you know slipping in.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say anyone's at ringside because everybody has matches tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone's prepping.
1: Everyone's prepping, yeah, so I think I think they trusted Fish and O'Reilly to to handle it themselves and I think they did.
0: I think they oh, they did. They got the win. They did, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh classic classic NXT matchup here, Street Profits versus Zara.
0: Yeah, I can't ask too many questions about uh, about booking decisions yet because the actual match is until later tonight.
1: Yeah, the actual title match is later tonight. Yes,
0: I like the pay per views because we get to like reveal a little bit of our booking ideas about like why we make decisions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I can't ask any of those questions until later. <laughs> uh, but the, I, we can go into the actual SummerSlam card, Mikey, and of course right. we're starting we're off with SmackDown.
1: We're officially now on the WWE Network only. Yes.
0: Get get off of Twitter. Hey, YouTube. go ahead
1: and go ahead and pay that ten bucks a month.
0: Yes, or well, no? Can you can you get it if you have the free version of WWE Network?
1: I don't know. I
0: don't actually don't know that answer. We'll look that up.
1: Go pay that ten bucks a month and get on our main card. Yeah, because we're starting off strong with the United States Championship match between Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong. This match has been building up for a while. Uh, Roderick Strong challenged Pete Dunn a couple like a few weeks back. Uh, and the two have been feuding since. And in this one, Roderick Strong picks up the victory, dethroning our United States champion, Pete Dunne. Wow. New United States champion. Wow.
0: I, I legit was not expecting Roderick Strong to get the win here. Oh wow, that's a huge, that's a huge decision, Mikey. So the oh wait, okay, we got undisputed Era win their <laughs> Continental Championship match, and then Roderick Strong win the United States Championship. Good start for Era. Good, great start for Era. Uh, get, getting the gold out from Dunn was not expecting. Uh, I did have a question um, before because I forgot to ask it last episode. It doesn't ultimately matter, I guess. But last episode, your main event was Pete Dunn and Bailey versus Roderick Strong and Ruby Riot. And I saw that Pete Dunn and Bailey got the win. Uh who pinned whom in that match?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: Yeah, that's what I was
1: thinking. I was like,
0: who the champions won that, but who did they pin? I think
1: I think based on this, I think Dun I think Dunn pinned strong.
0: Dun pinned strong and then strong won the championship. Yes. He had he had more motivation because he's like, I want the win back as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh okay.
0: Roger Strong. So, uh
1: Ruby Riot pin feet No.
0: Yeah, it was an intergender match, not a mixed mi- mixed tag.
1: Um I mean, I feel like if, if four people would be up for it, that's fair.
0: Um then that's probably actually fair. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I think this is is it a solid pick? I I'm really I, I can't I don't really have like any ideas or questions for you yet cuz it's like we're sort of waiting to see how
1: the rest of the card plays out and how the rest of Undisputed Era does tonight. Yeah, my question because, is because now every single member of Undisputed Era is on the card.
0: Not only is every Undisputed Era member on the card, but four out of five of them have title matches and one yeah. of them already won their titles. So uh I'm I'm intrigued to say the least. And, and it's not a title match, but Adam Cole versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage match where Owens is forced to quit <laughs> if he loses. Like that's that's not something to shake your tail feather at. What? Mm-hmm. Which is a phrase I wasn't expecting to say today, but here we are. Uh, okay, yeah, I like it. I like it. I I, yeah, I think it's a solid. Uh, uh, is it an upset? Not really. I think it was probably a solid hard work match though. Um, speaking of hard-worked match, next up is the Intercontinental title match with Sheamus defending his title against R-Truth.
1: Honestly, who would have seen it coming?
0: <laughs> Only me, apparently. R-Truth won the Battle Royal by not by being thrown out of the ring, not over the top rope.
1: R-Truth wins by doing nothing.
0: R-Truth won by doing nothing, uh, and he got into this uh, sort of title match against Sheamus. Of course, it's sort of like... Uh the, the reason I did this match, Mikey, I, I'll reveal now is because of the whole hard truth uh angle with R Truth and then the sort of involvement of Seamus. So it's yeah. just it's sort of like a it's sort of like a thank you to R Truth to get him a title shot, but then also mm-hmm. like bring it back of being like, Oh, Seamus R Truth. It's kind of a rivalry that it, that happened.
1: It's almost a rivalry.
0: Yeah, it's so I think it's of the of the hot I was thinking about it as a kind of come up with a match here for the IC title i was like what's the biggest rivalry that seamus could have right now and i was like well maybe r-truth actually (laughs) when r-truth arrested him
1: incredible what a great way to start a feud
0: i don't want to say like mistakenly arrested him but he like arrested an innocent man and also r-truth is not a police officer
1: no (laughs) absolutely not
0: yeah uh, but it does not matter because the winner here is Seamus. All right. Yeah, not, that one Yeah, not a huge surprise. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really have. And, that's and you're a, right,
1: Ryan. r truth isn't just our truth isn't a police officer. He's a detective. <laughs> Please get it right.
0: Oh yes, my mistake. Yes, this is that is my mistake. Um, yeah, I I'll admit I did not really have anything for Seamus on this thing. So I did the battle royal and sort of teased the battle royal to kind of have something. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Sheamus. It's gonna be, right. it be Sheamus no matter what, but
1: uh, is <laughs> just gonna be Sheamus, it's just gonna be Sheamus,
0: but um, but yeah, so Sheamus get the win. How do you thoughts All on right. that, Mikey? I,
1: uh, that makes sense.
0: Okay, well, then there we go. Yeah. Let's move into the next match.
1: Next match, we have Asuka versus Ember Moon. Uh, this match got built up a couple weeks ago when Ember Moon revealed herself to be the one who's been helping Sasha Banks get some victories here and there. Uh, and Asuka went to go attack Sasha Banks last week, and Ember Moon revealed herself and made the save, uh, and basically rekindled her feud with Asuka. She wants revenge for what happened months ago at Money in the Bank, where she lost the the women's title match against Asuka. Uh, and she thinks Asuka, like, pushed her aside as a friend and a tag team partner for the for the gold. So Ember has a score to settle. And in this, and in this match she does settle the score, and Ember Moon Picks up the victory
0: Wow Ember Moon gets the victory over Asuka Yeah I mean this is not only like Moving off the rivalry But this is also Ember Moon's First match in however many months Um yeah. You know in, in classic WWE style That typically the person Wins that match then mm-hmm. That's like fun fact about that Mikey I say WWE style cause like in New Japan When like someone returns They almost always lose their first match <laughs> And by Almost always, I want to say it's like 99% they will lose that match.
1: I think Evermoon winning this match makes sense, though.
0: I agree. I, I, I think Asuka is coming down a little bit. Uh, Evermoon, you know, you've purposely pushed her off to come into this match. And this being like the first match, obviously, I don't think this rivalry is over. Um, mm-hmm. And that's my interpretation. I don't know if you think the same. I guess you don't necessarily want to reveal those cards, but Quite yet, uh, I I don't think this rivalry is over. Of course, now, obviously there's the pay per view next, which is always intriguing to see. But uh, I guess we'll see what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. What do what
0: what are you What do you Yeah, what do you think about this? Mm.
1: Uh, I like it. I like the Ember Moon Oscar feud. I like the how the feud stemmed from uh, them used to being tag team partners and Oscar winning the title, and uh, Ember Moon believing that Oscar kind of pushed her away for for. Uh, Ember Boon believing that Asuka pushed her away for the championship. Uh mm-hmm. over their their tag team uh is, is a good reason to want vengeance, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I think pushing holding off Ember Boone for all these months was a good call. And I have a a reason for her to be helping Sasha, which Obviously, she'll be going back to after this. We'll see more of Ember Moon and Sasha probably working together, which I'm very excited about.
0: Yeah, that's something that uh, needs to be said. Is that Ember Moon was sort of helping Sasha Banks? Sasha Banks was in a downward spiral of losses, but Ember Moon helped her pull herself back up. Was Sasha Banks involved in this match at all, or do we see her in Boston?
1: We see. Yes, we see. I, I would say Sasha Banks is is. I wouldn't say ringside with Ember Moon because I don't know if they're, like, on that level yet because Ember Moon kind of just revealed herself to be the one helping Sasha all this time. We not, we're not really sure how Sasha's feeling about that quite exactly. Mm-hmm. But maybe she's, like, watching from the back, you know?
0: Okay. Sasha Banks watches the match from the back. I, I like that. She's sort of watching to see how this sort of goes, if there's mm-hmm. a good person to tie her boat to. Is that a phrase? <laughs> Tie your boat to. Is that something? It is now. It, ma- it made sense, right?
1: Yeah. To to to, to dock her boat. Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't to know. To tie her boat to. Tie her boat to. I guess
0: Ember Moon is the pier then. <laughs> oh, and then there.
1: Ember Emmer- Moon is the the dock to Sasha Banks's boat.
0: Yes, exactly. Ember. Well, no. Ember Moon is her pier, but also their peers. Uh. <laughs> a different spelling.
1: <laughs> Ryan, what match is next?
0: What match is next? The that match is going to be Roman Reigns versus Aleister Black. The one-on-one match that we've been seemingly building for practically for practically for like a month or two, but like realistically, like a couple months since like the beginning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, since like WrestleMania. But uh, Jesus, since WrestleMania though, so long ago if yeah, you think about it, it's
1: been quite the build. Basically, a lot of. A lot of detective work
0: by our truth. Yeah, well, maybe not a lot of work. <laughs> it's at least effort, I guess. Um, yeah, so it's sort of like hey, what we're building... into it, man. And i match that has, in a way, been built since April, Mayish, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: with Alistair Black out of action, Roman Reigns taking his spot, trying to get back to that WWE Championship, uh, not actually succeeding. Um and Aleister Black is out for revenge, and will he get it one-on-one against Roman Reigns? Of course, Roman Reigns has the LLC yes. in his corner, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. This match makes me excited for not only Roman Reigns and Alistair Black feud, but it also makes me excited for future feuds with The Fiend, possibly. Ooh, why do you say that? Yeah, because... I feel like with the fiend, after people fight the fiend, they change for mm-hmm. like the worse. So I'm excited to see how more pe- how more people change after they fight the fiend. You know.
0: Yeah, and that was the thing, an idea I had going into Extreme Rules is like the concept that wh- whenever you interact with the fiend, you are worsened in some capacity
1: because was... the fiend brings out that dark side. That's the whole. That's thing, the whole right? premise. Yeah, uh,
0: whether it be a. Emotional change, spiritual change, whatever, or or when it comes to like Daniel Bryan and Braun Strowman recently, a physical change where they have to lose their hair, uh, or Goldberg who just doesn't do anything. He's just a lateral lateral move on Goldberg.
1: <laughs> That's that that can sum up Goldberg's entire career, though.
0: Can we just talk about the fact that just
1: a straight line?
0: <laughs> I just love the fact that I was thinking about this the other day that Br- the Fiend had the title. And lost it to Goldberg at Crown Jewel, and then Goldberg lost the title to Braun Strowman. And now at SummerSlam, we're doing Braun Strowman the Fiend. Why didn't we just do that match at WrestleMania? We, like, was doing these months of build worth <laughs> needed? Is that what you're they're saying? I guess. Would you have to scrap Goldberg and done this instead, I
1: don't know. I'll Goldberg think. needed his uh, con- his obligated his contract obligated title run.
0: His WrestleMania match
1: yeah yeah i guess
0: i guess that may be it
1: i'm i'm listen i'm over goldberg but also now
0: but also now i think about it that goldberg thing wasn't supposed to be against broad it was supposed to be against roman reigns remember (laughs) i think Yep. so i don't even know what's happening anymore but
1: you're supposed to get spear versus spear exactly how they were going to build it yes
0: but uh, it turns out not the case. But it doesn't matter. Today is Roman Reigns versus Alistair Black, a heel Roman Reigns. I, how, do you think I've done a good job with heel Roman Reigns?
1: I think so. I like. I'm not like asking
0: it. like. I'm asking seriously. Like, do you, how I do think, you think he's been?
1: I like. I like it. He's almost to me. He feels like. He feels like how almost like how I've been building Randy Orton, where they're both like the heels, but they need like a bunch of security backup. Like Roman has LLC and the Usos. You know, he has like basically a whole squad with him at all times. How yeah. Almost how Randy Orton used to have the demon with him all the time.
0: They've almost been like inverse characters of each other
1: yeah, for the like, past couple of weeks. Started out very confident and very cocky and very like ready to take on whoever and then kind of devolved and broke down after, with, after his feud with Drew McIntyre and Roman kind of started off in a bad way with The Fiend and now he's making his way back up, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now we'll see if he can beat Aleister Black in a one-on-one action, and Mikey, I got the result right in front of me as I open up this Oscar-worthy envelope. Uh, The winner is Roman Reigns.
1: All right, all right, Roman Reigns beating Aleister Black.
0: Uh, Before we started, we were going over the winners to make sure we are confident in the choices we made. Mm -hmm. Aleister Black was originally going to win this match, and then I changed it right before we started recording.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Out, holding, holding Alistair Black's revenge back from him.
0: Yeah. That would have been, if I got, if I got observed, if I got Dave, if I got Mave dealt, I would have, I would have been like, Oh yeah, Alistair Black's winning. But then today I was Maeve like,
1: no, <laughs> it's
0: one of those on the day decisions that I've, I did. I, I, I feel the reason I did that is for future reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Aleister Black does not get his full revenge so the storyline can in a way re- continue but then also I think there's a storyline there where Roman Reigns wins and see where now Roman Reigns
1: can go. Alright. I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm yeah. excited to see how he comes back as a heel. And That's you know, all, how I, he...
0: all I can <laughs> say on the subject I guess.
1: <laughs> and I'm excited to see what happens to Aleister Black where he goes from here too.
0: Yeah, I, I and like I said, I the part of the reason why it was always going to be originally Alistair Black to win this match, but the reason I switched it was because yesterday I was writing up
1: because it's Roman and Roman cannot lose. Exactly.
0: First off, that's num- reason number one, obviously. But second off, yesterday I was like working on some of my future cards, and because you know I'm bored and I got nothing to do in this lonely hotel room because um, apparently I'm not working or whatever. But that's a diatribe for another day. But Um, uh, I was like figuring out my, you know, world title picture and I was just like, uh, reasons. Fair enough. (laughs) Maybe I revealed too much. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Let's move on then. Um, uh, let's see. Where was I? Um, okay. Uh, next up is Alexa bliss with of course Nia Jax in her corner defending her title. Against Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan uh, got this title match when they Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley defeated uh, Bliss and Jax to retain their women's tag team championships. So uh, Liv Morgan, because part of that stipulation of the match was that then Ripley and Morgan can both get title shots. Ripley already d- used hers and lost. Morgan 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 is using hers at SummerSlam.
1: You remember how? Remember how a while ago? When Sarah Logan still existed uh, <laughs> Liv Morgan And Sarah Logan were the country club Ah the country are, club Are Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley just fight club Huh <laughs> I
0: don't know But that's pretty good <laughs> I, I, the, It's not their official name They don't have an official name But But, but yeah I like that a lot Is Them being Kind of known as fight club
1: Fight Club. Fight Club. Oh my God. I mean,
0: that's kind. Of, I guess it's kind of true. If I did, Liv Morgan and Shayna Country Baszler, Club
1: is still like one of my favorite things we came up with. I think
0: that was the name you came up with specifically.
1: Was it? I don't remember. It was a little I, little I, man. That,
0: that sounds like a Mikey name. And also, also not not like that's not a despairing way or anything.
1: Our reason was because our reason was uh, Liv Morgan was at the time she was like the the Jersey Party Club girl gimmick and. Sarah Logan was like the backwoods country kind of gimmick. So we just country club. It was good. It was good guys. I promise.
0: Uh, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> I believe, I believe you made it because you're also the person that typically comes up with those sort of creative things.
1: On the and then floor. there was Ever of the night, which was another great tag team name. Also true. We had some good tag team names between us. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I just, I just make tag teams that exist in real life and use their name. <laughs> like two fly guys. <laughs> two fly guys. Which I don't think is like canon in the two WWE one. Two
1: truths and a fly guy.
0: Two truths and a fly guy. Um, but yes. let's talk about this match, Bliss and Morgan. Uh, they're having the match. You know, they're, they're fighting it out. Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss. Liv Morgan being someone that was kind of pushing a little bit, teaming up with Rhea Ripley. They're also the women's tag team champions. So if Liv Morgan wins... She becomes They're
1: unofficially the Fight Club.
0: Unofficially the Fight Club. If Liv Morgan wins, she becomes two belts. Morgan, oh,
1: two belts. More two belts. live. All right. I'm sure the Mark, like the the Marks and the Smarks, would be really excited about that one.
0: The stands, if you will.
1: Stands. Yeah. The Liv Morgan stands.
0: Uh, I'm very
1: excited about that one. However, it's like you know, what, you know what you know what this reminds me of. What's Liv that? Morgan winning the women's title? It reminds me of when Dolph Ziggler won the World Heavyweight Championship mm-hmm. almost. Like it gives me, like, that kind of vibe. It's like the underrated workhorse getting the getting the victory.
0: That's fair. Well, I never said that Liv Morgan's winning the title, first off, Mikey.
1: Oh, you said she was winning this match, no?
0: No, 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 she's not winning this match.
1: Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought you said she was winning this match. but thought... No, no, I said, said like, I said if she, she I said, Morgan. sorry, I said if she wins.
0: But she is not winning this match.
1: Aw, oh, rip, never mind.
0: Nor is Alexa Bliss.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: because cashing in mid-match is none other than the submission magician, Shayna Baszler.
1: Miss Money in the Bank.
0: Cashing in mid-match. During the match as well. So uh, so that happens. Shayna yep. Baszler cashes in and inserts himself, making this officially a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. During this match, I want to say before this happens, maybe after. During this match, uh, Bliss, Alexa Bliss accidentally hits Jax. Jax gets mad about it and attacks Alexa Bliss and leaves. Yikes. So they'll slip that in there as well. There's a br- seeming breakup of Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. We'll see how that plays out. However, the official winner of this match, Mikey, like I said, is going to be Shayna Baszler.
1: Big moves by Shayna Baszler.
0: Big moves. Entering mid-match. She's not doing opportunities or anything. She is coming in to this match uh, and wins the big title. She is your new Raw Women's Champion. Mikey, thoughts?
1: Wow. I, I knew... I, I should have seen this coming. Uh, Shayna Baszler has been hyping up that she's probably going to cash in uh, for a little while now and she did it and now Basler's the Raw Women's Champion. Uh I can't wait to see how you plan on having running this title run.
0: Uh that's a great question. I don't know yet. <laughs> but I have ideas. The reason I so I I sort of talked about earlier, I think last week where I said that this match specifically is going to be like setting up a lot of those women's storylines because I was sort of like in a rut creatively in the women's division. I was in an AEW style rut creatively with the women's division. Um little we'll dig there. I don't think
1: they're going to run. I think they just are bad at it.
0: Fair enough. But, uh, but I was sort of like, I, I was sure unsure of what to do. And I was like, you know, cause I lost Becky Lynch and I was like, okay, what am I going to do here? Uh, cause I, and then I was like, I need to build people up immediately because I had no stars. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to do this? So I've been slowly building up Liv Morgan via Ripley. Uh, you know, they're still winners tag team champions. Alexa bliss jacks have a new storyline potentially. And Shayna Baszler getting the titles. I think that's good because that leaves it open for Baszler to get challenges from Liv Morgan or Rhea Ripley again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Plus Mikey, if you don't remember, on the Raw, do do you remember who Shayna Baszler was feuding with in a way before this title before SummerSlam? Uh, I do not. Naomi and Bianca Belair. Right.
1: Yes, that's very exciting.
0: And if you don't recall, and I will remind Baylor's you,
1: Baszler has made a lot of enemies. Right. She's made you a have lot of enemies. Have to me. No, but it,
0: no, but I want to specifically mention that promo where she said, or it was revealed that. On this upcoming Monday Night Raw, she had a triple threat match to defend the briefcase against Naomi Ooh. and Bianca Blair.
1: Foreshadowing, maybe.
0: Uh, 100% foreshadowed, because Baszler specifically said, what if there's no briefcase by then?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, big so, foreshadowing.
0: So big, big, big time foreshadowing. Uh, Shea Baszler's new champion, uh, Bianca Blair and Naomi lost down the opportunity for that briefcase. But uh, maybe they want different kind of revenge. So we'll find out what happens moving forward. I really, I'm opening the doors on this women's division, trying to come up with new storylines to push in all these directions. Love it. Okay, well,
1: let's... I, love, I love all the new branches coming out of coming out of this.
0: I'm doing my best.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, next up. Well, we, we have a Adam, string
0: of SmackDown matches. We have a, we have
1: a, yeah, we have a little bit of a string of SmackDown matches coming up here. We have, first, and starting off that string, we have Adam Colbert, Kevin Owens, in the Steel Cage match. And if Cole wins, Owens quits. And in this match, has been this match kind of got... Uh, this match got started maybe like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. When... Two or three weeks ago, when Pete Dunn and Kevin Owens took on Roger Strong and Adam Cole, and Roger Strong and Adam Cole won, and then the week after, Owens and Cole had that singles match in which Cole won, and then Owens wasn't happy they lost to Cole two weeks in a row, so he challenged him to this big match, and Cole wouldn't accept, so Owens had to put his career on the line to make uh, Cole accept the challenge.
0: Awesome, real quickly, I'm going to go back in the archives real quick, uh, but just continue.
1: Uh, and we got, we got this steel cage match. He made it a steel cage match because he doesn't want the rest of Undisputed Era to interfere. Uh, which was going to be a problem before they had a match tonight, I'm sure. Uh, but in the end, Kevin Owens does pick up the victory and keeps his career intact. Uh, and he, he ends up escaping the cage.
0: Oh, Kevin Owens gets the victory. Very
1: nice. Yes, Kevin Owens ends up getting the win here.
0: Very nice job for Kevin Owens. Um, the reason I was looking up, uh, was because back when we first in our season one, if we had that. I remember distinctly that there was Undisputed Era where I, remember, I couldn't remember if they were teaming with Owens or involved with Owens or against Owens back when he was the United States champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just looking back to see how they were involved in that. Uh, and they were. They were they were partners back then, Owens and Undisputed Era. Hey, at, man. An they Alliance, sh- they changed, if you were.
1: I guess. They went to... Undisputed Era went to Raw and came back and things changed.
0: Okay, well, look at the scoreboard for Undisputed Era tonight. They got a win in the pre-show and a title match next. Uh, then they, I like how the Undisputed Era matches are all next to each other.
1: I didn't realize that until just now.
0: Um, but uh, I just got stirred off the win in that pre-show. Riot it's just saw... like
1: now, now, every for three matches in a row, it's just.
0: <laughs> I think the audience is going to appreciate that, honestly. <laughs> um... <laughs> that was like that was a hiccup in our <laughs> putting, the, putting the match card together. <laughs> Is the, the production sound guy being like, seriously?
1: I'll <laughs> well, just do an error, I'll just do an error. Here we go again.
0: <laughs> I like the idea though. Like, oh,
1: yeah. please stop.
0: Maybe I know you said that like they're probably not all there, but I do like the idea that like Adam Cole comes out with Fish and O'Reilly and Riot. <laughs> so like so like when adam cole and owens leaves then it's like fish and o'reilly doing their tag match and then when I, they leave it's riot
1: yeah they just like they just like rotate <laughs> um i do like the idea of maybe like fish and uh o'reilly coming to the ring and maybe throwing like a chair or something in the in, in the like over this over the cage into the ring for cole to use or like before the cage closes they like slide a table in or something you know
0: yeah that's some that's some sort of debauchery
1: yeah i mean if kevin owens and adam cole of course there's gonna be like probably a table spot right like yeah i would agree i and
0: i think that also like adds in this sort of idea it sort of helps booster um ruby riot's stipulation about having no seconds at ringside like if they're all uh, You know, in a weird way, if they're all being involved as the previous matches, then when it comes there, it's like, oh, you really see that it's just riot. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense at all. Yeah, um, I get it. But yeah, so okay, uh, Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens
1: getting the victory, and he keeps his job, and he gets a little revenge on Cole.
0: Interesting that Kevin Owens wins because I've always I'm I've always been intrigued because I feel like Kevin Owens, like. I, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to decipher why boost, why does Kevin Owens get this huge win? Could he be, because I know for a fact at some point Kevin Owens is going to be the world title picture.
1: You're I'm about to say Ryan, you're overthinking this. You're like, why, what could Mikey be planning to push Kevin Owens? But you, all you have to hear is Mikey pushes Kevin Owens.
0: I guess that's fair.
1: Surprise, the fucking prize, right? I <laughs> guess
0: that's fair.
1: Um... Yeah, I
0: don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see. Well, my thought is like Kevin Owens gets the win, and then you could have him feud with Orton. But then I feel like that would be weird, But because that's Orton win. I don't know. I'm so confused. Maybe you are right. Maybe it is just Kevin Owens wins because Mikey likes Kevin Owens. But Mikey also likes Adam Cole. Maybe he likes. You're right,
1: Mikey does also like Adam Cole. I guess he. Why, I guess why am I talking in the third person? You're right. <laughs> I also do like Adam Cole.
0: Did you say Captain Cole? <laughs>
1: I also do like Adam Cole.
0: Oh well, there we go. We got a head of our survivors team, Captain Cole.
1: Captain Cole. Well, oh, man, remember, 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 we almost had Captain Ko. Ah, uh,
0: and then what? What happened? you got injured or something? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Well, congratulations to Kevin Owens on keeping his job and earning that paycheck.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, next up, after that steel cage match, we have undisputed era in action again. Uh, we have Fish and O'Reilly coming back, fr- coming off of their uh, number one contenders match versus One Nation for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and in this match, Fish and O'Reilly pick up the victory, dethroning One Nation. So, Undisputed Era is two on the vic- two on two and one on the victory board tonight, or three and one with uh, Fish and O'Reilly getting two wins tonight.
0: Wow. That is a big result. Not only is undisputed you're you're pushing undisputed era.
1: Today. Not only is undisputed era leaving with the United States Championship, they're also leaving with the tag team championships.
0: Again, going back to the idea of undisputed era like sneaking in to get this title match. But what yes. nation?
1: As soon as as soon as, as, as Birch and Lorkin got hurt, or not Birch and Lorkin. As soon as Birch got hurt, I think I knew this is what I wanted to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had like as soon as as soon as Birch got hurt, I was like, all right. Now the storyline is going to be undisputed era sneaking their way in and picking up a and and picking up the win here.
0: I'm interested to see how this falls out because One Nation have been severely dominant for the past several months, and now that oh, lost sure the they lost to Era, I'm
1: sure they won't take this lightly.
0: Oh, 100 not. Uh, I, I want to ask this question, Mikey: If Birch and L- Lorkin uh, were still in this match, can you re- reveal that result?
1: I think it would have been One Nation. Really? I think One Nation would have still retained their title if it was Birch and Lorcan.
0: And then probably, I would imagine, probably after that, the next challengers would probably would be...
1: Era. Ooh, in a Hell
0: in Cell match. <laughs> and I was like, it could be... Uh, did they... No, Ali, they beat Ali and Mysterio in a non-title match, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Yeah. I, then we just push it along to Undisputed Era. I think that makes sense. I think it works. Undisputed Era gets the win here. Now they have a lot more gold under their waist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, good on Era. Well, let's see if they're going to get even more gold.
1: See if they're going to get even more gold in their last match of the night, which is Bailey versus Ruby Riot. And in this match, the SmackDown Women's Championship match that has been building for weeks when Ruby Riot challenged Bayley. Mm-hmm. The winner. And still, you your SmackDown Women's Champion, Bayley.
0: Wow, Ruby Riot does not get it done.
1: Ruby Ryan and Ruby Riot and Adam Cole do not get it done.
0: No, that I'm interested to see because Ruby Riot gets brought in. Is the idea being that without her, without undisputed era on her side, is she not as good? Uh, there's some. There's that idea that gets brought into my head. Bailey just, you know, getting a, another solid win under her belt. Uh, you know, Bailey still has other challengers like Ember Moon, Asuka, Banks. Let's see where that goes. Of course, there's other people down that roster. Piper Niven, he's been building up for the past several weeks.
1: Piper yes. Niven is also a face. I'm very excited for the for where Bailey goes after this.
0: Is Bailey a face in this universe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then Piper Niven is sort of also a face, so maybe not exactly there but
1: I'm... she's a face but she's not like i'm a hugger face right now she's like more like aggressive like get in your like get in your business kind of face you know like she's like she's still like she's still not gonna cheat but she like she's not gonna cheat she's not gonna like take the, the easy way out she's gonna fight but she's gonna like she's also like a aggress- like i don't know how to she's a, she's a pete
0: like... dunn she's a shoot fighter she's a pete dunn yeah.
1: Almost, yeah. She, she, she has like an aggressive streak, you know. Like she's, she's not. I'm a hugger, Bailey anymore. She's grown from that, but she's still a face.
0: Yeah, and and I, I get that. I get that. Got that SoCal vibe, fighter vibe. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey gets the win and retains the title. Congratulations to Bailey. I, I honestly was probably expecting One Nation to retain and Ruby Riot to get the win, and I'm also glad, glad though that he, uh did not go that direction.
1: Mm-hmm. One nation, I'm, I'm. I'm in. I honestly, I need to figure out what's going on now with Undisputed Era and One Nation because I that was kind of like a surprise to me, considering I wasn't ready to start that build yet. <laughs> uh, now I got to do it a little early, so I got to think about some things.
0: I get that. I get that one hundred percent. Well, there you go. Bailey, Undisputed Era win. Cole and Ryan do not get the job done But I'm interested to see how that goes
1: They are not completely Not completely unsuccessful tonight They do leave with a couple of, With some with some gold around their waists
0: nah, But a solid match A solid push for Era there mm-hmm. um, I like it I mean I like it a lot Well then let's go into the big old Raw match Even though there's a big <laughs> there's another Raw match After this one uh, Big overall match With some big beefy boys And also a Georgia Peach
1: <laughs> Big beefy boys and also AJ Styles
0: Uh, The triple threat For the WWE Championship It will be Brock Lenzer Versus AJ Styles Versus Keith Lee
1: Thoughts on this matchup Mikey Is it two big beefy boys Versus one big peachy boy
0: <laughs> Yes <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm That's what it says on the poster
1: Beef versus beef versus peach.
0: Mandy Rose versus Otis. They're in there, They're in there as well. Uh, yeah. uh the,
1: beauty, the beauty in the beef. <laughs>
0: oh my God. Do you think that W missed out on the opportunity? Like, I like that Otis okay, is like
1: Otis, the Beauty and the Beef.
0: Yeah, like Otis, Otis is like the ham and everything. That's what they've been they've been going with is that my peach and my ham. But do you think they also missed an opportunity by doing the Beauty and the Beef? Yeah,
1: I think they absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. what a
0: beefcake, Otis. Is. Oh God! Oh fuck! Beauty and the Beef, awful. Well, speaking of not awful, I'm
1: speaking to our Twitter right now.
0: What's, what's not awful is Brock Lenzer versus AJ Styles versus Keith, Keith Lee, Lee. Uh, a match that... Uh, Mikey, thoughts on specifically this match on, on wow. this the build for all this stuff?
1: Oh, I'm stoked. Um, this is going to be great. Uh, this is a huge triple threat match with three awesome competitors, and I'm really, really excited to see how this goes, especially with Keith Lee getting this huge push.
0: Yeah, Keith Lee is someone that I have taken under my wing, uh, Paul E. Dangerously style, and has decided to push uh, extremely, I would say, extremely well. You
1: know Paul E. Dangerously style is right, because uh, Paul Paul Heyman did make this match.
0: That is true. <laughs> in a way, that is true. That is canon in this universe, that Paul Heyman made this match. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, cuz uh, you know, we sort of I've been sort of building up Keith Lee a little bit. You know, got a win over Roman Reigns, but also a loss. Got a win over Styles, but also lost. Did get a win over Brian, which is also huge, and then lost to Brock Lenzer in this first title match, but Styles and Keith Lee kept fighting. Huge pull apart brawl to close out Raw last Monday. So there's all that into this triple threat as well. Of course, Styles and Lenzer also has a great back history. Did Styles at all challenge proc Lenzer for this title? I'm to look back. What happened at... What was this title match at Money in the Bank? Was there a title match at Money in the Bank? Let me look this up. The Universal Championship? No. Did I not actually have a WWE Championship match? at No, I guess I did not. Did I have one at Backlash? Was that the No, I did not. I did not have one at Backlash either, so then I just had one in Extreme Rules, and that was against Keith Lee. Okay, so Styles never challenged officially. Styles has got himself in uh, by hook or by crook. Doing a lot of metaphors today. Um, But he's in here. Mikey, would you like to know the results of this
1: match? I would love to know the results of this match. By the way, I I just officially sent the tweet of did WWE miss out on calling Mandy Rose and Otis the Beauty and the Beef.
0: Was it a poll attached or
1: No, I, I, I but I did at Mandy Rosa notice. So. Oh no.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: Um okay, well then the results for this match are as follows. Um, the winner of this triple threat is your new
1: <gasps> new
0: WWE champion Keith Lee.
1: All right. The big man getting the victory. The bill has paid off. Finally. I'm so excited. I was really hoping Keith Lee was going to win this match because I cannot wait to see a Keith Lee championship run. What a push you're giving him, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been pushing him. I've been pushing him for. Do you see,
1: look up in the sky. Do you see that? That's Keith Lee because you strapped a rocket to his back. <sighs>
0: Oh no. <laughs> he has no landing gear.
1: Oh shit. I forgot about that
0: part. He's gonna explode out there. Mind, Keith. No no. <laughs> I hope I didn't curse myself by saying that Keith Lee's gonna get injured in this match. Uh, knock on wood.
1: Uh, <laughs> just the intensity, you knock you just like knock on wood. Yeah.
0: Uh Keith Lee, yeah, he when I I said like I think I said it on air, but I was saying that like The match that I was most nervous about the result was Keith Lee here winning the match like it felt in a way that felt like necessary and definitive that Keith Lee should get the win here but part of me is like is it too soon
1: (laughs) is it you know what this feels like to me this feels like um, almost like when we uh, put the title on Pete Dunne
0: (laughs) that that was my fear is that
1: like is... But I think I think you built this you built this enough that it makes sense and you can make it work from here. I think with Pete Dunne we put the rocket on his back with not enough plans afterwards.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, what helped me definitively is to know what I'm doing next after SummerSlam. But yeah, I was very concerned and nervous because last time there was someone that I did not feel entirely confident put a title on was Pete Dunne. And that sort of, I felt like, you know, we sort of talk about it all the time. It felt like it fell apart in our hands there. Mm-hmm. But Keith Lee, so I was like kind of nervous, but I was like, I mean, there's been months of build with Keith Lee. He's got big wins over Reigns and Styles and Bryan. Um, I was like, I don't know. I feel like it it's makes sense. I think Keith Lee makes sense. And then it was the decision of Mikey. I mean, I'll, I'll play my hand slightly here. I'll, I'll peek my hand a little bit. Then there's the decision of whether or not Brock Lenzer loses the title. Which is what
1: how, he... how, how will he ever get his appearances now?
0: How else will he get his paycheck to pay for all those sheep He's and gonna... goats on this
1: farm? <laughs> how else will he go as contractually obligated, like, three appearances a year?
0: But not only that, Mikey, the uh, storyline if Brock Lenzer loses the title, that opens up for a new challenger.
1: Yes, is that? I was
0: like, is it too early to play that card? My original plan at the start of this year
1: was to have
0: eventually Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns somehow at WrestleMania.
1: Wow, how original!
0: How dare you! <laughs> uh, but obviously, who would have uh,
1: seen that coming?
0: I mean, Brock Lesnar can win back his title, but obviously, that's not currently happened. But that also means that because Keith Lee wins, Roman Reigns is free to challenge for the WWE Championship.
1: You're right. That's true.
0: And also AJ Styles is there.
1: <laughs> also AJ Styles
0: is there. Uh, I do say, I mean, the way, uh, maybe, and that is partly the reason why AJ Styles is there is because he is eating the pin here.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's fair.
0: I mean, he, I'm not, I don't think it's time yet for Keith Lee
1: to t- pin Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, You're pushing him, but not that hard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm pushing Keith Lee, but he's not yet achieved that moment. Pinning Brock Lesnar is in, in of itself, his own moment.
1: I think. Yeah, if you're gonna pin Brock Lesnar, it's gotta be in a one-on-one match, right? Like.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, and maybe that's the WrestleMania match. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. I, I would like.
1: I would like Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar one-on-one. Yeah, that'd be
0: that'd be great. And we already had it before at Extreme Rules, and that was, mm-hmm. as I said, <laughs> without actually ever saying the match. This is a great match. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is.
0: Um, yeah, so we have a triple third here. Keith Lee wins the title, wins the WWE Championship. The second. I picture
1: that like in the Extreme Rules match, Brock Lesnar took a spirit bomb and then like popped up and like fell out of the ring and like <laughs> yes. like like sold it like crazy.
0: Yes, Keith Lee is the second ever uh, African-American WWE Champion after Kofi. All right. Uh, so congrats to Keith Lee on that one. Get, winning WWE Championship. I'm excited. It. I'm excited for Keith Lee reign. I have ideas of where to go. I have ideas about Hell in a Cell. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes.
1: Yeah. Speaking of excited about uh, where things are going, Ryan, next up we got a big one. Yes.
0: TLC match Edge versus Seth Rollins. <sighs> a, a match that was like toward a... Sort of tepid, and then all of a sudden the heat got turned way up. It like, was like,
1: it was like, it was like, okay, okay, this is a cool few, this is a cool, a
0: little bit of a dream match, you know. You're sort of excited because like, it's all right, a dream cool, match,
1: cool, cool, and then, yeah, and then last week it got, or in the, in the go home show, it just like, in, in it was the, like two the weeks before, yeah,
0: yeah, it was all of a sudden the flame ignited under the, this rivalry. It
1: went from like, it went from like a nice simmer to like, all right. Now it's time to sear it.
0: Yeah, part of me was like, I was playing off the hope that this is a dream match, but then also there's that back history between the two of them, and then I realized like, well, I cannot do that forever. I need to put some heat on this fire, uh, and then I did that whole angle of Christian,
1: of uh, Christian, of Christian literally dying. Yes,
0: uh, potato head style, losing he popping off his neck. Um, yeah, because potato head has necks. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Hey, uh, but yeah, so we have the TLC match here. Uh, what happens? What do I have? During the match, uh, Mastiff and Murphy run in and beat down Edge, throwing, we'll him, into a, throwing him into a table. Uh, who could have guessed that? But who makes the save? The Viking Raiders come out. They make the save and distract Mastiff and Murphy. Fighting but and you're to think
1: Christian in a neck brace?
0: No, no, no. Uh, Viking Raiders run in to make the save and distract Mastiff and Murphy out of the ring. So, I like that
1: I like that little feud you're also building like on the side.
0: Oh, Viking Raiders and... Massive and, Massive and Murphy Raiders. and
1: the Viking Raiders.
0: Yeah, that is something a little, bit, a little bit of a feud. I mean, it was a feud that it was a thing that happened. I believe that was the title match in Money in the Bank. Uh, yes, it was. It was the title match in Money in the Bank. So it was a feud that happened and then it sort of went on the back end a little bit. And then also, now, I like how
1: Edge, Edge, the man who stars in the hit series Vikings, is teaming with the Vikings,
0: which is hundred percent why there's why there's a relationship
1: 100% on purpose.
0: One hundred percent why it's the Viking Raiders and not Ricochet and Cedric Alexander,
1: so they can also push the series.
0: One hundred percent that is why that exists. Um, but yeah, so that's all that. Uh, it was revealed before this match, Mikey. I should say. I forgot to say this that uh, Christian is not in the building. Uh, yes, yeah, still in. I the would ho- imagine he's still in the hospital. It's just, but I need to put a pin in that to be like, you know, he can't. <laughs> Christian's gone.
1: Christian is Christian is at a local medical facility.
0: Yes, he's having his just like Rey Mysterio having his neck and Danny Birch having his neck having one of his body parts reattached to his body,
1: getting his eye put back in. Yeah
0: um christian looks around and he's like oh no my head's so far they, from they're body.
1: reattaching christian's head to his neck
0: yeah well, well that's the problem is what i'm trying to say is that the christian looks down and he's like oh my why is my head so far from my body and then he realizes that they instead of hit christian's neck they put on danny birch's leg and now it's a whole thing And it's like oh we gotta do surgery again
1: and they put danny birch's leg on where christian's head goes <laughs>
0: <laughs> this so dumb. Anyways, do you want the result of this match or what?
1: Yes, please.
0: <laughs> the winner of this TLC match against Edge. Where I think the, is this Edge's first match since his return at WrestleMania, I guess. Oh no, he had a match against Murphy
1: a couple weeks ago. But I'm he... gonna say, yeah. Didn't he just fight? Didn't he fight against Murphy to, to figure out the stipulation for this match?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Did he have any? Did I have? Is this is this his first paper? What? I guess my question is: Is this his first? pay-per-view match
1: i believe so
0: i think this is uh so in his first pay-per-view match since uh wrestlemania i guess oh there we go every six
1: months or not six months
0: whatever anyways seth rollins wins
1: all right seth rollins beating edge at his own game that's something i didn't see coming
0: yeah tell me about it did you see that coming <laughs> <laughs> what you what'd you expect
1: I, I thought Edge was going to get the victory here and uh, maybe put this feud to bed for a little bit, and then Rollins was going to come back and do something later. But uh, I guess I guess not. I guess Rollins is taking Edge out basically, probably for good here.
0: Well, he's definitely going to try it once more after the match because after the match, when he's celebrating his win, he decides that he's not yet finished with Edge. Oh no! He has a there's a there's a during the match at some point there's a stack of tables um, outside the ring. So, uh, Rollins drags Edge up a ladder, you know, because his plan is to, you know, push him off the ladder onto the mm-hmm. pile, stack the tables to really take him out for good. But uh, someone's got to be making the save, Mikey. Is it Christian? No, he's a, he's at the medical facility. <laughs> I, mean, <dealing laughs> I thought, I a thought day he was going to No, no, he did not. We did not roll that on the randomizer, <laughs> uh, and it's not the Viking Raiders. Interesting. It's going to be Daniel Bryan.
1: Daniel Bryan saving Edge. The the two neck injury boys. <laughs> the neck
0: injury boys. Daniel Bryan makes the same. The two,
1: the two boys who made their miraculous comebacks. Both both were told they would never wrestle again. And here they are wrestling at SummerSlam together. Well uh, together, but they both had matches, kind of. He runs, Bryan had like a side of a
0: match. <laughs> runs in, saves Edge off the ladder, pushes the ladder over. Because Rollins is also at the top of the ladder. Pushes this ladder over so Rollins falls into the stack of the tables. So Rollins I gets like the this... win, but Edge and Brian get the uh moment at the end, I guess.
1: I like this potential uh fatal four-way you're building. Like like a uh, not not fatal four-way, eight-man tag match you're building between Edge, Daniel Bryan and the Viking Raiders versus uh Seth Rollins and the disciples. And, and a fourth person. And a fourth person.
0: <laughs> oh man, I gotta add a new person and a to the disciples. And a fourth disciple. <laughs> man, if I roll the randomizer and get an NXT call up, you know I have a new disciple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what if an NXT call up goes to Rod, they're just a the new disciple <laughs>
0: automatically. Um, yeah, I mean that's also like the whole idea is that the, I've had the disciples and Monday Night Messiah be like against the you know. The history of you know back superstars, all about pushing new people for the future. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, all NXT superstars called up, basically <laughs> become a disciple. But yeah, so yeah, there's a little bit of a, a thing happening here, and I'm interested to see this. Is, and I will say here, Mikey, I talked about the idea of what WrestleMania was going to be. Mm-hmm. This moment was planned since the moment we started this season three. All right. I'm right. planning this moment. Was it a TLC match necessarily? No, but uh, this specific moment with Rollins getting the win and Brian making the save,
1: I love it. Planned. So I the, the I've, two the two miracle guys.
0: Yes, the mir- the miracle men.
1: The miracle men.
0: Uh, but there we go. Seth Rollins gets the win over Edge, and that is concludes the Raw portion of the card. Mikey main event on SmackDown. <laughs> Talk to me,
1: Ryan. It's time. The match we have been waiting for.
0: It's here.
1: It's here. Drew McIntyre taking on Randy Orton for the Universal Championship. Orton has no demon on his side. This match has been building ever since we ever since we started season three, all the way back whenever one, that was.
0: One could argue since SummerSlam last year when Randy Orton won those titles. <laughs>
1: yeah. This this has been a few te- basically as old as hit the books. Yeah. It... Or, it's, it's Drew McIntyre this this is Drew McIntyre's story and Randy Orton's story has been almost as old as this podcast.
0: Yeah, cuz Randy Orton was winning all this stuff on Raw. Randy Orton like we were we were building up McIntyre this entire time, but over on Raw, Randy Orton was getting built up. Yeah. This is so, and, I, and I will say Mikey, this is the match where I have no clue who you're picking. <laughs> I have no idea. I like I, I I can't even guess. I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, I'm about to tell you <gasps> because did the did the year-long title run hold up or did it finally come to an end? The winner. Drum roll. The winner ...of the Universal Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton...
0: Does this sound good at, at, on audio at all? Who ...is
1: knows? the Hunter Drew McIntyre wow. dethroning Randy Orton, finally. Wow. Drew McIntyre winning the Universal Championship in the main event of SummerSlam.
0: Huge fate and huge pop. Oh, of course. Huge pop. Wow. Oh, and then it would be even better with Seth Rollins getting the heel to deflate the room a little bit, and then a huge pop out of McIntyre. Wow. Yeah,
1: you got it. It, it, good. We did we did some good storytelling here. Edge losing it into McIntyre winning, like the crowd being a little sad, and then just bringing them back at the end.
0: Wow, McIntyre getting the win. It like the reason I was like unsure about who would win. First off, congratulations to McIntyre. But the reason I was so like unsure of like who would win because I was like Randy Orton. I was like, I could see him losing. I could see McIntyre in the win. I think, like, it's the same sort of thing of, like, Keith Lee of, like, I think the story is going this direction. I think it makes sense. But I could also, like, same thing with, like, Brock Lesnar. I was like, I could see Randy Orton retaining. I can see Randy Orton maybe feuding with Finn Balor. I can see Randy Orton maybe having new challengers like a Kevin Owens. Which is also maybe a good idea that Kevin Owens won his match because then I can. I, my brain I was like, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I, I could see these things. Like, there's enough. There's, there, I, I felt more confident in McIntyre because that's where the story went. But I felt like there was a lot of evidence also suggesting Randy Orton.
1: I like the idea of this match ending to when Orton goes for an RKO, but McIntyre throws him off. But it, Orton, like, lands on his feet and hits the ropes and then McIntyre also hits the ropes and then they claymore in the middle. Oh, man. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he throws them off and then they both, like, bounce off of the either end of the ropes and then just right in the middle of the ring hits him with a big claymore and pins them right in the middle of the ring getting that, like, beautiful end shot. You know?
0: Beautiful. Beautiful moment right there. That
1: uh, I, I love when that happens. When the pin happens directly in the middle of the ring and it's like a wide shot into the crowd, like, one! Two! Three it's best. I miss I miss when wrestling had fans, guys. Honestly,
0: the last three of these matches were huge.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I'm I think I'm gonna go back. You know what I've been you know what I've been wanting to do, which I might do later today? I think I'm just gonna rewatch Revolution because that was the last time wrestling had like a huge crowd, I feel like. That was like the last wow. like big pay per view with a crowd, I think, was AEW Revolution.
0: I think that might be correct. I'm trying I'm going through like New Japan and that, going that through w- car- that-
1: that pay per view was awesome. Anyway,
0: yeah, because that was like the end of February. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember like New Japan had anything. I mean, they yeah, had, had they they people. had. I mean, they had Wrestle Kingdom in January, which is also great. Oh man, that was so good.
1: Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna go back and watch Revolution again. Revolution was just it, it was a great. I'm, I just and just I just want to watch wrestling with fans again, man.
0: <laughs> well, uh, big ups to McIntyre getting the win here. I think this is a good like. This is like a good moment for McIntyre. It's like He gets that face turn a little bit, but now he's he uh, takes down Randy Orton. Now where does he go? I, that's the great question, is where do Keith Lee and McIntyre, new champions crowned mm-hmm. at SummerSlam, where do either of these men go uh, is the question. McIntyre, I obviously I know Keith Lee, but I'm very intrigued and interested to see where McIntyre goes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he says booking SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he says booking exactly where McIntyre is going to go.
1: <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean I can't get excited about what I'm booking.
0: That's fair. I am very. I was very excited about a lot of these things I said today. Like the Keith Lee, like the Seth Rollins, Brian situation. Mm. Um. Yeah, okay. Well, then that is our full SummerSlam pay-per-view. But, of course, we're not done just yet, folks. We have a couple minutes left in the show, and that's because... Uh, Every single show, of course, we have the audience vote on which card Raw or SmackDown they liked more. They vote on Twitter, and the loser has to get hit with the randomizer. The thing is, on SummerSlam, on pay-per-views, we both have to hit the randomizer on each other. That randomizer, it's a list of things that could be good, it could be bad, it could be NXT columns, it could be injuries. It took Birch off the shelf uh, for quite a long time. So it's a huge thing for us. Uh, And we're going to have to hit it on each other on this pay-per-view. So Mikey, after a huge... what didn't feel going in maybe like a huge pay-per-view, but I think coming out was a huge monumental pay-per-view. A lot of new champions. um, I'm nervous, but uh, let's hit that randomizer, baby.
1: Yep, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take this time while the randomizer loads to just breathe and hope for the best the
0: most nerve-wracking moment of the show for me is the randomizer loading (laughs)
1: because it's just like what's all right well ryan i have your answer okay and unfortunately i'm sorry i'm so sorry to say i did not mean to put this fate on you no you get a wrestler that's only sick for a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no,
1: sickness! Roll a D, whatever, to see which wrestler is sick for one week. Okay, that's so not a big deal for you.
0: Not a, not a big deal, not a huge deal for me, and that affects my entire roster too because that can affect. Basically, it just means I lose someone on Raw, or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lose someone on Raw. Um. Okay, so how many people I got on Raw? I got. I got 18. I got 18 plus 12 is 30. I got um, oh, New Day, which is 3. What am I at? 30, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, or 37, 38, 39, uh, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 40 546. 46 people, Mikey, so if, you're, if you would be so kind, to roll a D46 on my butt. You I will. I, while you're doing that, I will reveal I rolled a randomizer oh, on you.
1: That's so weird. Uh, one of my recent Google search histories is rolled D46.
0: There we go. Uh, this has happened once. I hate, I hate to say this, Mikey, but I did get a double booking on your butt.
1: Oh, no. Ryan. You hit the
0: randomizer twice for two random actions.
1: Alright. Well, I have your roll if you want to
0: I want to accept this, sure. If you
1: want to see who's sick before you absolutely destroy me. You rolled a 43.
0: 43? Okay, so what was it?
1: 46? Out of 46, yeah.
0: So, 46, 45 is the Usos. 43 is Cesaro. 43 is Bobbert Lashley. Bobbert.
1: (laughs) Ah, yes. Good old Bobbert.
0: Bobby Lashley... Sick for one week So I basically can't I just can't use Bobby Lashley Uh does it affect me Yes it does Uh Can't use Bobby Lashley I'm writing it down Uh does that affect me yes it does Bobby Lashley is someone That was going to have a match on Monday
1: Well that's not happening Anymore
0: Yeah that is not happening
1: because he got up and got down with the sickness. Wow. Ah.
0: Okay. Well, I got the answer here, Mikey. Oh God. I got I got both answers here, actually. Oh no. One's loaded. First one. <laughs> first one is a house show injury. Okay. Okay. Right, that's. Uh... Oh no. A house
1: show injury. Interesting.
0: It's not great, Mikey. <laughs>
1: It, it, Ryan well, why no. do you why do you Ryan? I give you a sickness and this is what you hit me with
0: that's fair house show injury this I think this is the first time we've ever used a house show injury
1: this is just getting
0: it, it could ridiculous. be good it could be bad we'll see roll a d whatever to see what wrestler on your roster gets hurt because it's a house show it could be anyone on the roster oh,
1: yeah.
0: so it might not be anyone on the pay-per-view but it could it could be then a d10 plus two to see how many weeks they're out uh, if you know if they're on the show you cannot use them on the show yikes so how many how, how many people you got in that roster a lot you got 20 plus 13
1: is 33 34 35
0: 36 37 38 39 well 38 I'm not going to count Danny birch uh, 39 40 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. Oh, 46. <laughs> Weird. Roll a D46. Uh, let's see. It can affect anyone on your roster. They're out for 10 plus two weeks. Number 13. 13. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 is Drew McIntyre. Going back over to the heels. Odd. Orton, is I counted 11. ahead. Cole is twelve, thirteen. Roderick Strong is the
1: new United States champion. Roderick Strong, you would not, you
0: cannot use him on this show. Ugh. uh Let
1: me roll a D ten. Ryan, why do you do these things to me? I I give you a one. I, you get a one week sickness, and I get my you my, my the idea for my new United States champion out for a D ten plus two weeks.
0: Uh, The D10. This is just
1: unfair. This is unfair. And then I have another thing after this. This is just unfair treatment.
0: Which I already know in my head. Uh, The D10 result was a four, so that's four plus two. That's six. Roderick Strong is out for six weeks. I think that means he comes back at Hell in a Cell. I guess
1: Pete (laughs) Dunne retains his title by default then.
0: Uh, Roderick Strong cannot be used on the show because the injury happened before the show.
1: Well cut that match then no United States championship match I guess
0: oh sorry our next pay-per-view is not Hell in a Cell it's Clash of Champions Clash
1: of Champions yes
0: my mistake my mistake uh, are you just cutting the match completely I don't or don't what,
1: what else do I do <laughs> I don't
0: know let's think think for a second here think for a second do you have anything else I don't
1: know else? what else to do would it help what if I told to you put the, in this match would
0: it help if I told you the second result
1: I guess it was a spin steal a spin steal. The
0: other booker steals your spin. <laughs> so I got a bonus spin on your butt, and then you took it from me, so now you have to roll a second bonus on me.
1: Haha, <laughs> ha, gotcha, sucker. Fight! This is what you get. The karma comes back and bites you in the ass for, for ruining my United States Championship match.
0: Oh, uh, I feel so bad ruining that match. I really like that match. You
1: don't feel bad for shit. Don't like Ha me. <laughs> This just gets raw the ratings. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> like you go, it's it's either funny because it's 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 ironic, or it's funny because it's it's not, it hurts you more.
1: Hey Ryan, guess what I rolled? What? Spin steel. The other two steels are thin. god damn it I had the opportunity to get back at you a little bit and the fucking randomizer said no again I
0: love I love when the randomizer wants to give you false hope
1: (laughs) so anyway back to you then Had a double book on me. <laughs> then I've then I've had the chance of redemption when I stole your spin, and the randomizer said, "You know what? No, give it back."
0: <laughs> you know what? I changed my mind. Real <laughs> Vince McMahon tactic here. Oh man. <laughs> okay. I mean, this isn't great.
1: I mean, what?
0: It's not great, but it's. It, it, it's okay uh okay I, uh a not so fair trade
1: okay so we so we switch people so you take somebody from me
0: yes well and i give you i trade a superstar of equal value without your approval
1: <laughs> great sounds good to me
0: so I get to take let me go over to the hit the books pwi 500 rankings figure out someone that is uh so i am taking someone from your roster trading with another person of equal value uh and part of me is <laughs> mikey i will be honest honest part of me is thinking that this person whoever i choose will be joining the disciples <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pretty, any any new superstars coming to Raw are contractually obligated to join the Disciples.
0: Or I can take someone of the women's division and I need <laughs> I, I could get a, a solid challenger for
1: that's Shayna true. Baszler. That is true.
0: Ooh, man. I did not think about that, but that's a great choice. I can either have an eight-man tag or a storyline with a new person. <laughs>
1: I don't know man This is This
0: just all got tough all of a sudden All of a sudden This got really tough For me Specifically (laughs) Just take Piper Niven from you (laughs) Um Shit Okay let's see The newest
1: disciple Piper Niven
0: (laughs) Well we gotta have a women in there We have a a women's, women's roster of this faction Someone of equal value that I want to take. Um I'm interested in I'm interested in, in the women's division, I'm interested in Niven, Laray, and Cross.
1: Okay. I like those are all good picks.
0: And in the men's division, I'm interested in um or oh, the men's division. Who am I interested in? I'm interested in actually possibly just Humberto Carrillo.
1: Just Humberto Carrillo, interesting—the man who got his dimples surgically removed.
0: Yes, he's no longer smiling, so, which would be a great—I think would be a great disciple member. Ironically, in real life, that's, he's feuding.
1: I mean, yeah, that's not incorrect.
0: So those are the people I'm interested in taking: Humberto Carrillo, Cross, Lorraine, and Niven. But I have to give someone that is of equal value. So let's go down the list here. I'm going to take Nikki Cross off your hands.
1: And who am I getting in return?
0: That's a great question. Who are you getting in return? In return, you will be receiving. Oh, no! Oh, I was going to use them. I'm going to give you our truth.
1: Detective Truth coming through.
0: I'm going to give you our truth for Nikki Cross. And you have no say in this matter.
1: Nike thoughts. All right, I'll take our truth. I think I think
0: it's doable. I think there's
1: yeah, it's a it's a fine trade. I just don't know what to do with r truth even a little bit.
0: Well, to be fair, I really did not know what to do with r truth up until I had Detective Truth. <laughs> I did not use him until that moment.
1: And now that that's decided, actually, I think I, I need to figure out a replacement for Roderick Strong at SummerSlam, and I think I know who it's going to be.
0: r truth in the Intercontinental Title match and a United States Title match.
1: It's going to be. Oni Lorkin.
0: Oh, that's perfect.
1: Yeah. Oh, Mikey, that's perfect. I, I because he's a single guy. He's a singles. He's he has. A, I'm gonna put him on a singles run now. And I figured since he lost out his opportunity to tag titles, give him a chance at the United States. So Oni Lorkin is taking on Pete Dunn at SummerSlam, but Pete Dunn is getting the win here.
0: Honestly, Mikey, I think that's a great decision. You know, you lose on Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Great match. Lose that on Strong getting the title. The title here, but having replacement being Oni Lorkin, someone that lost a title match earlier. Which there's something to say here is that he lost the title match and Undisputed Era replaced him and Birch in that title match and then won the titles. So now Lorcan replaced Strong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's something there. I like it. I like this upcoming feud. I feel like there's something there of Lorkin and Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Down the line, whatever. Birch I also returns. like the
1: idea of of uh, Dunn and Lorkin as well.
0: Yeah, that's like a not bad team that you can maybe feud with Undisputed Era in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. When Strong gets back or something. Yeah, because he's only gone for like six weeks.
1: Yeah, Strong's not gone for too long, but it's still just like annoying.
0: Yeah, it's always annoying when you lose someone. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, that was our SummerSlam pay per view where we rolled a randomizer on each other, and the results were that Bobby Lashley is sick for a week. Um, what else? Uh, Roderick Strong gets injured for six weeks, and we've traded Nikki Cross and our truth.
1: Yep, a lot of things happened.
0: A lot of things have unfolded in front of us, folks. There we go. That's our SummerSlam. Mikey, thoughts on the whole p- card?
1: Uh, not the card we planned on, but well, not the card I planned on, but a good card nonetheless.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a solid show. I lo- and I think it's bittersweet for Lorcan to get in there. I think that's a great decision. I really mm-hmm. applaud. That's a great decision. Also, by the way, not only do you get our truth, you get twenty four seven champion our truth. <laughs> Hooray! So get get excited.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> stoked. Can't. Wait.
0: Um, well, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of, well, not even this week's episode, the pay-per-view special, SummerSlam pay-per-view special of Hit The Books. We thank you so much for listening this week. Um, if you like what we do here, then go over and subscribe to the podcast feed that you're listening to. Subscribe anywhere the podcast can be found. Subscribe and listen to Hit The Books on your own. We'll be back all new with another episode this Friday. We're booking our own versions of both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you can also listen on our podcast feed. We'll also have a new episode of Wrestling Statistics tomorrow on Monday. So go check that out as well. Um, it's basically a show where, we're, where me and co-host Craig Leisk, uh sort of look at the review, a match or two from that previous week, and uh, look at it statistically, break it down in that sense. See, what the, basically, what is, what's the story we get from the stats? It's uh, surprisingly interesting, uh, I would say. Um, You can also leave a review if you like what we did here. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, That way we can get more people to listen to our show. And also we want to hear your feedback. Uh, Whether it be negative or positive, just make sure it's a five star and then leave your negative comment there. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, Anything else, Mikey?
1: Uh, Did we mention the YouTube channel? No, I did not. There we go. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Go over there and we got the video versions of the podcast. We have uh, our 2K outcomes, which we haven't gotten in a while. Hopefully, we don't get one soon because we can't do it. Um, That's true. And we have a bunch of other content over there, and it would be great if you subscribed over there as well. Turn, you know, you know, you know, as the YouTubers say, subscribe, hit the bell, like the video, comment on the video.
0: Yeah, go do that. Uh, what else? You can also, if you really enjoyed us and really felt comfortable, you can. Support us at redcircle.com. Uh, uh, a should be a link in the podcast description. You can support us there financially speaking. Uh, you can also go to htbpod.com. Why do you want to go there? It, that's our website, hit the books pod, htbpod.com. There's Everything a, that
1: has to do with the podcast ever is over there.
0: Yeah, we have a huge backlog archive of every single card we've ever released. And I'm really setting it now, selling it now is because this is our pay per view. So not only will we have a backlog archive, but we'll have the past five Raw and Smackdowns on there along with this SummerSlam card that you can read up coming soon. I think it'll probably be, will it be, I think it'll probably be like Monday or Tuesday or that come out. But then we'll also have, you know, the updated, it was a SummerSlam, so we have a title change. We'll have that updated title change list there, the championship history. But also after pay-per-view, we'll have those updated rankings for you as well. So you can always check that out at htbpod.com. See who's the new number one contenders. I have a feeling it's going to be the same people that are already there since they both won their (laughs) matches and both won title changes. I imagine it's going to be them for quite a while. Um, Anything else, Mikey? Anything else to get off your chest?
1: I think that about wraps it up. Yes,
0: besides being very upset
1: besides being very upset at so many different things happening to me today uh yeah I'm, i i did not turn out the way i wanted it to turn out we missed out on a, a solid match but i think we got another solid match in return and they lost nikki cross but
0: hey you want we you, you weren't right? using nikki cross
1: that's true you weren't I wasn't I, really doing much
0: you there. weren't using nikki cross and i have ideas for nikki cross all right well that sounds creepy there you go. I, don't, I don't like that oh and a creepy note. i, I have <laughs> ideas for nikki cross um okay yeah so go check out all of those things we would greatly appreciate it uh and i guess that would be it for us we'll see you next friday for an all new episode of hit the books until then for mikey i have been ryan we'll see you next time we've got two words for you book it has been a Countout Podcast.